Soul and salutation, Simmers, and welcome to the Simmers Digest podcast, a companion to the Simmers Digest magazine. I am Technobabble, your host on this audio exploration, guiding you through the vast and fantastic community that makes up the Sims, hoping to help you discover someone new, learn a little bit more about some of your favorite creators, and highlight all of the amazing people who make up our community. What an absolutely exciting and fun sim-filled episode that we have in store for you this week. Starshiz will be sharing a brand new Machinima segment to check out, and we've got Emma GYT and Laura Albers on the show. Hip Hip Renee has some brand new building tips, and we'll dive into another brand new Simlit series, and so much more. Get ready to kick back, Pour yourself a refreshing drink, open up your current work in progress, and let's get this show started. This week's Simmer feature is all about the very talented Hip Hip Renee YT. Renee is an amazing Simmer in our community. She creates a wide variety of Sims-related content on her YouTube channel and is well known for her brief history build videos where she creates famous or historical builds and shares the story behind the home. In her most recent series, you can learn all about the York Witchcraft Murder. Renee sets the scene by going back in time sharing a historical story about folklore and pow-wowing, a combination of traditional medicine and folk magic in healing rituals. It is a haunting tale, and she does an amazing job of literally painting the picture with her build while telling the dark tale. Aside from creating fantastic and interesting builds along with rich historical references, Renee has also created an amazing Facebook group, Sims, Streamers, and YouTubers, designed to help support Simmers getting started with their YouTube and Twitch channels. The group has recently branched out to also become a Discord server. If you've not yet connected with Hip Hip Renee YT, be sure to do so today. You can find her on Twitter spelled H-I-P-H-I-P-R-E-N-E-E-Y-T. There you will find links to her YouTube channel and Twitch channel. And you can always get to know her a little bit better by joining us. I am so excited to welcome to the show the very talented, the delightfully hilarious MGYT. Hey folks, it's me again, and I am so happy to be featured on The Simmers Digest, which coincidentally, exactly what I'm doing right now since I just ate my dinner, should be called The Emma's Digest. Anyway, let's, uh, I digress, let's get into the questions. <laughs> Emma, I am so glad you're here, and I do hope that you enjoyed your meal. If you can handle digestion and answering questions, let's get right into it. How long have you been playing The Sims? 
I have been playing The Sims since the year 2000. It, the game came out in February 2000 and I think it must have been about the summertime when I got my hands on the on the game and um, yeah I was around at a friend's house and uh, she'd borrowed it off a neighbour and we just kind of messed around playing in the game um, and it just became a very quick fan of The Sims. It was just like the first game that I could tailor the the game to being my own kind of story because I love games that are like kind of open that you can you know games like Stardew Valley where yeah they do have a little bit of a story and obviously The Sims has its townies and it has its stories but I just kind of liked the idea of being able to tell my own story and just kind of take this landscape that I've been given and just create it and make it my own so that was uh that was back in the year 2000 anyway so um I was 11 I was 11 years old when the game came out and I'm now 31 so I've been a very long time um, simmer. I do love getting to know another lifelong simmer. Emma, I know you recently rebranded your YouTube channel, Twitch channel, socials, etc. Can you tell us a little bit more about the process that you went through and how you went about the transformation of rebranding yourself and your channels? Uh, I have recently rebranded my channel um, and my Twitch and basically, when I first started YouTube back in um, back last year, um, it's been just over a year since I actually started doing content creation. I wanted to use the first year of content creation to kind of as like a training year. So, like obviously, you would start a job and you would train in a job. You wouldn't just immediately go and uh, be good at whatever it is. I mean, obviously some people are, but you would kind of have a training period. So what I wanted to do was kind of take the first year to do a bit of market research, kind of learn all of the programs that I would be using, like Photoshop and uh, video editing stuff. Obviously, you know, make sure that I was uh, kind of, um, you know, being the best that I could at these, at these different programs. And then after that year I kind of wanted to see how things were going what my strengths what my weaknesses were where you know how much time that this would actually take so from that the transformation came I decided in at the beginning of 2020 that I wanted to rebrand I decided that green screen YT didn't encompass everything that I wanted from my channel I wanted to be MGYT. Um, I was worried that people were going to kind of come to my channel expecting me to do some fantastic things with green screens and I just don't have a green screen. I don't have the setup to be able to accommodate a green screen. I tried it, it didn't work. Um, but that is not something that I've ruled out completely. Obviously, in the future, who knows, maybe I'll get a proper setup. Maybe I'll have a proper office that I can do this in and I can have a green screen and, you know, all those things. Well, I must say, I love the new look, I love the new logo, and I love the new name. And I love that there is still the same great content coming from your channels. Speaking of your channels, you have both a fantastic YouTube channel and a robust Twitch channel. What challenges do you face with matching demand for both platforms, and how do you balance that out along with your day-to-day -day life? Obviously, as well as the YouTube channel, I also do a Twitch channel, and I absolutely love both of them. There's not a difference between the two of them. Obviously, YouTube kind of, for me, 
um, sometimes feels a little bit easier in a way just because I can record a video, I can edit and I can put it out and that in total is probably about half a day of recording videos back to back and then perhaps like an hour or two of editing a video and then I can get it out. Whereas the problem with Twitch was that um, I obviously work a full-time job, I'm working 40 hours a week and um, then to do a stream in the evenings which sort of the streams last anywhere between sort of two and four hours long and although I do love it I love being live and I love like speaking to people direct and obviously getting people's opinions and stuff like that but it is difficult to balance it's difficult to balance that and a YouTube channel and obviously family friends boyfriend uh, work and other commitments so it does become a bit difficult but um previously last year at the end of last year I started doing a regular Thursday stream sort of 8pm onwards and I just kind of stopped when I felt that I'd run out of energy or that I just felt tired or whatever so I'm hoping to bring that Thursday stream back and I'm hoping that now I've kind of been able to streamline the content and, and realised how long things take that I can uh, sort of get things out a bit better. I'm a bit more efficient, basically, is that the problem that I was struggling with before is that I was so new to all of the programs that I didn't know how to be efficient in creating content. So I'm kind of... That's still a work in progress. I'm by no means the queen of making content. I mean, you know for a fact if you go to my channel that you'll see that there's periods of time where I'm unable to actually upload videos and that's purely just because life gets in the way I mean you know I'm not going to sugarcoat it I have a life outside of YouTube Twitch and work <laughs> I actually really enjoy sort of the sporadic content that we get from you because you definitely feel the joy and relaxation that you get from playing the game when I watch your content or catch one of your streams and that's one of the things I always advise anyone who's working with creating a YouTube channel or a Twitch channel that it should be fun you should always have fun while you're doing this. If you're not having fun, take a break. One of the things that helped me the most was joining the Plum Bob Academy. It's such a supportive Discord group that just helps you learn how to do new things and branch out into new areas on the internet. That being said, do you prefer one platform or the other, YouTube versus Twitch? I don't prefer either of the platforms better than one another. I'd like YouTube just as much as I like Twitch. Um, Twitch, I really love the fact that you can engage with people. I love getting people involved in my games. Obviously, over on Twitch, I do the repopulation challenge, which is a challenge that I created. Um, if you do want to um, know the rules of the challenge, then you can follow me on Tumblr. Um, and I've got all the rules there and everything. And I absolutely love that because it gets the community involved. So the people that come into my streams, they're, they're sim selves or a sim that they've chosen then becomes part of my game and we tell their story. And that's what I love about Twitch, the fact that it's all live, the fact that people are there doing that. And obviously with YouTube, you kind of sat behind the screen, you don't really get that kind of um, like personal touch. Obviously, you've got your comments and you've got your regular people who come and watch your videos, but it's after the fact of you recording the video. It's not live. It's not while you're there kind of doing that. And that's what I like about Twitch. But I also really like YouTube too, because it's nice to just sit behind the screen and just you know, kind of do whatever you want to do. And I quite often will just sit there with a nice glass of wine and just a blanket around my shoulders and just record a video. And just, the thing is, I am the biggest, um, 
I waffle so much. I, I mean, come on. I'm doing this interview which has got seven questions and I'm already going and waffling on now. So um, I'm not a very concise person. So if you watch my videos, you will definitely know that none of it is scripted. Like none of my stuff is scripted. And I also like to keep in my errors. I like to keep in when I've made a mistake um, or if I've said something wrong, I don't like to edit those things out because I want other people out there to see me as a role model. I want people to think, oh, well, you know, she's there. She makes mistakes. She's not this perfect person because I am by no means a perfect person. And I want people to see the real Emma. I don't want you to see a shiny, sugar-coated version of me. I want you to see the real me. Well, now I want waffles or maybe wine. <laughs> But really, I do love your channel, I love the raw style, and I love that you just have a good time while on stream or while you're making a video. And I need to get connected with your Tumblr because I do not know this repopulation challenge and it sounds super interesting, so I'm going to check that out later. Let's get back to talking about what game we both love, The Sims 4. So Emma, you know, I like to ask everyone who comes on the show this question, and sometimes it's a tricky one. What is your favorite Sims 4 in-game object? My favorite Sims 4 object in the game as always and always will be the future cube because it serves no other purpose than to tell the future. <laughs> and I don't even know why it is in there. It is the most ridiculous item ever and uh, a couple like a girl that used to do challenges um, she used to do the items round table and I always used to pick the future cube and it became a bit of a thing um, that I would pick the future cube to put in the builds but I don't know it's just such a ridiculous object like why is it even in the game I mean I guess it's supposed to be like a magic eight ball and chances are if you go to anybody's house you will find a magic eight ball somewhere so I guess it kind of like ties in with that and if I remember I always try to kind of put one in my builds but quite often I'll forget but that's definitely my favorite object. I do believe you are the first person to mention that the future cube is your favorite in-game object and it doesn't surprise me one bit because if memory serves me I believe you built a whole restaurant modeled around the future cube with a future cube on every dining table which was brilliant. Emma, another question I love to ask all of my guests is who is one other Simmer that you would want the world to know about? So another Simmer that I want the world to know about, um, I think because a lot of the Simmers that I am fans of are part of the community that we're with. Um, I guess I want to give a big shout out to Hip Hip Renee at the moment because I am just absolutely astounded and blown away by her brief history videos. The amount of time and the amount of research that she puts into those videos is just astounding. Like, I don't know how she does it and juggles everything else because seriously, like, I sometimes struggle to, I don't know, wash my face or <laughs> or just eat. <laughs> like, I just don't have the time to do anything and she's doing all of this and it's amazing. So I definitely recommend that you go out and check out her, ta uh, her channel. And obviously, I cannot 
I can't go away and not mention Technobabble. Obviously, he is the brains behind The Simmers Digest. And also, he has an absolutely wonderful channel and he's a very good storyteller. And I love um, his videos. I've been, I think me and Techno sort of started our channels around the same time, I think so. I guess he can kind of um, confirm that. But um, he was one of the first people in the community that I started talking to through the... Um, uh, the uh, Discord that we were both a part of and from there on um, we just got to know each other really well and um, his content is definitely definitely worth checking out for the record I did not pay her to say that <laughs> and I'll tell you what Hip Hip Renee who is a member here of the Simmers Digest podcast community is a fantastic Simmer and you are 100% right I do not know how she is pulling off these amazing videos with such regularity and she manages a Facebook group a Discord group it's amazing and I can't wait to get her on the show and in the hot seat asking her all the important questions like do you love the future cube? Emma, this has been an absolutely wonderful time for me. I love having you on the show and I love working with you on a regular basis. Now, before I let you go though, I do want to know what projects are you currently working on that we should know about or what should we go check out on your channels? As for projects that I'm currently working on, I've got quite a few things in mind. I've definitely got some more experimental videos that I want to do. I have a few set up ready to go but again they are quite time consuming. I'd love to do some more of the ranking the offspring videos. I want to go through all the worlds and do that. Obviously now my my, my main focus on the channel is the super sim challenge because I've, that is something I've been wanting to do for so long. So I'm very very excited to um, sort of do the super sim challenge um i've got a couple of other things that are on the back burner now like the legacy collector's edition um is actually just kind of i've put that on hold for now just because um i kind of felt like it was uh i felt like my heart wasn't completely in it so i want to sort of leave it on the back burner for a bit and just kind of revisit it at a time when I'm feeling more sort of energised and feeling a bit better towards it. So at the moment, my main focus is the super sim thing. I want to do some more experimental videos. I wouldn't mind doing a few tutorial videos again, but um, again, it's just time. With me, it's time. So um, that's the main thing. Emma, like I said earlier, take as much time as you need. We will be here. Your audience loves what you create, and I can't wait for more people to get connected with your amazing channels. And it has been a blast having you here on the show. So please let the listeners know where is the best way to connect with you and check out your amazing content. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on The Simmers Digest. And um, yeah, so like I said, go check out those people that I spoke about. And obviously you can find me on pretty much all the social medias at MGYT. And uh, I will see you on the next one. Be sure to connect with MGYT today. That's spelled E-M-M-G-E-E-Y-T. Find her on Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and in the Simmers Society on Discord. We'd love to see you there. Hello 
Simmers, it's Starshers, but you can call me Star. I'm back with my regular Machinima segment where I'll be showcasing some very talented Machinima directors. I do hope you're all having a good day while you're listening to this podcast. I would like to bring your attention to an event that is taking place in the Sims community this March, and that is Machinima. This month, Simmers will be celebrating all things Machinima. You may see some Sim creators post about how they are celebrating on Twitter. Many are streaming and let's watch on Twitch, showcasing some very talented directors. The Simmers Digest have also put together a Machinima playlist on their YouTube channel, so why not go celebrate with us and go check it out? Right, time to showcase some talented directors. I would like to introduce you to Serendipitia, who is a magnificent voiceover Machinima series called Invisible. In episode one, we meet the main character, Hannah, who seemingly seems like your average teenage girl, but hides under her shadow and spends a great deal of time seeking shelter in her bedroom. She sparks up a friendship online with a guy called Neon Moon. Hannah struggles with self-confidence and battles with her inner demons. First off, may I just say this, the cinematics in this episode were absolutely breathtaking. Serendipitia has mastered the art of storytelling and the visual and camera work were beautiful. Her intro alone kept me glued to the screen, not wanting to miss a moment. She also has a cast of very skilled voice actors who shape and form her characters. The emotion and depth that the cast injected into them were absolutely outstanding. I must admit, I was very impressed with episode one and overwhelmed by the story's aesthetics. By the time that this podcast has been released, episode two would have been published. So please take some time to check out Invisible on Sarah Dibertia's YouTube channel, spelt out S-E-R-E-N-D-I-P-I-T-I-A. That's all for this week. Thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Starshers, for this segment. Keep shining. Until next time. Bye. The Sims Stream Squad is a group of wholesome, friendly streamers who love The Sims and invite all of you to join in to their game time. We are warm and welcoming to all, so come on in and say hello. Made up of builders, let's players, challenge doers, these streamers are warm and welcoming to everybody who comes into their stream. If you are looking for a fun way to be entertained by The Sims, check out The Sims Stream Squad on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. This month, we have another streamathon coming your way. The weekend of March 13th through the 15th, we have 51 hours of non-stop simming goodness from such streamers as Sim Michelle, Ivory M, Peafrog Sims, and Silken Sims, and so many others. Follow the Sim Stream Squad on Twitter to hear all about this amazing event, this amazing group, and to find out who's going live now. Hopefully we'll see you there. Until next time, keep simming.
Our 22nd chapter in the Let's Watch series puts the spotlight on Alan C.H. and his Wave Rider Twin series. This series is a fun continuation of Alan C.H.'s Wave Rider Legacy Family, which started off as an exploration of the Realm of Magic Pack. Within this series, we follow the lives of the Wave Rider twins as they explore university life and work toward getting a degree. I love jumping into a new series that has such a rich and interesting backstory, like the one Alan has created here. In the first episode, we are quickly introduced to the family history and the twins themselves, one a spellcaster and the other a mermaid. Enjoy getting to know the twins in this first episode of the series and then get lost in their lives and be sure to connect with Alan CH on Twitter and subscribe to him on YouTube. Just search for Alan CH, spelled A-L-L-E-N-C-H. Last week I shared with you the terrific Rags to Riches series by Laura Albers, following the life of her sim, Lauren Quinn. Well, this week I am ecstatic to have Laura here on the show. Welcome to the podcast. Laura, why don't you let all of our listeners know a little bit more about you. Hello fellow simmers, my name is Laura Alberts and I am a married mother of five, 34-year-old woman who plays The Sims. <laughs> Thank you so much for inviting me to Chat Techno. I'm very excited to be on your podcast today. Laura, I love getting to know new simmers, so I am excited to get to know you a little bit better. So of course I'd love to know, how long have you been playing The Sims? I started playing The Sims 4 in January of last year after stumbling onto a few Claire Chabon YouTube videos, uh, particularly her Dreamhouse series, which I really, really enjoyed. Uh, while I'd heard of The Sims previously, I hadn't ever really explored it. I'm not actually much of a gamer. To be honest, I'm a big time art nerd, big time literary nerd. <laughs> <laughs> and I began looking into Sims as a way to explore my characters. I started with a Sim self and I quickly married her off to start a family. I am a huge fan of playing families in The Sims and uh, only to have her new husband start a fire while cooking and kill them both immediately. <laughs> Such a crazy start to a game. Uh, I admit the drama really had me hooked, and I just set up a YouTube channel in September to share that drama, because I really do enjoy sharing my stories. I think we have all been there, Laura, when we get ready with a brand new family. They're a little hungry. They go to cook something, and bam, we've lost the entire family. Thank goodness for autosaves and saving frequently. Am I right? I love that you're also a storyteller and it is very evident in your creations on your YouTube channel and I love that you're using The Sims to explore characters from your literature. Laura, here on the podcast I like to ask a few questions of everyone who joins me and so I will start with one of my favorites and it might be a tough one for you. What is your favorite in-game item? Favorite item in The Sims definitely has to be the Wabbit tablet because I play a lot of family-focused storylines. Keeping the nightmares that our toddlers entertained is kind of the bane of my existence. 
And I find the Wabbit tablet really effective to keep the kids entertained. And it just seems like no matter how much they use it, they don't get the same negative moodlet that they get from playing toys for too long. And it helps their skills go up super quickly. I do find it strange though that playing toys causes a negative moodlet over time. I do think that's a little weird. I do believe that you might have been the very first person to say the Wabbit tablet, and I think that's fantastic, and it's a really good point that uh, it is a great way to keep the kids entertained, and you know, I didn't know that playing with toys for too long produced a negative moodlet. It really does seem like there should be a healthy balance between playing on that Wabbit tablet as well as playing with toys. Moving right along, Laura, I would love to know which is your current favorite world to play in? While I am new to YouTube, I started out with two families and I had the plan to integrate them at some point. Uh, currently on my channel, I have Let's Plays set in Newcrest, San Myshuno, and Sulani. Uh, while Sulani is hands down the most beautiful world to play in, San Myshuno's community areas are a huge win for me. I love the apartment system, the character traits of the different building, and the variety of neighborhoods set up there. The festivals are my favorite part though. It's great having a reason to explore the community, to get out of the house and go do something. I could not agree with you more, and I really do love San Machuno. And you know what? It's a really good point to get out of the house, because really, it's very easy in The Sims to create a house that literally has everything your Sim might need in it, except for a little culture like you can get from the city and the festivals that take place there. Laura, you mentioned that you have quite a few different LPs going on right now, and the stories are so detailed and so creative. I would love to know, where do you find inspiration for all of these? Well, thank you very much. I am a writer currently entrenched in a three-part novel series that at the rate I'm going may need to be published posthumously. So I naturally imagine storylines in my head all the time. As a matter of fact, I started playing The Sims 4 as a way to really flesh out characters for my novels and test out storylines. But needless to say, it didn't take long to me to get hooked on The Sims. I uh, was just really enjoying the challenge aspect of gameplay, like rags to riches and legacies, but also the storylines that you can create with all of your characters. Uh, while I wish there was a little bit more added drama already in the game, it is kind of fun to add in my own for sure. I love that you started playing The Sims to help you with your writing and now have such a robust and impressive YouTube channel. I think that is so awesome. And I also totally understand just constantly thinking of different storylines. I'm not a writer myself, but I love creating characters and I love creating worlds and I just love my LPs. Laura, you know our Simmer community is so vast and so amazing and so creative. I would love to know who is one other Simmer that you would want the world to know about. Only one? <laughs> well, I follow quite a few larger channels, some focusing on Let's Plays, others on challenges and building. But lately, Simmer Aaron has really caught my attention posting Sims news and updates from multiple social media outlets and platforms. I really enjoy the way she compiles and presents that information because I keep my Sims social media pretty limited to YouTube and Twitter. And so it's really helpful to have access to announcements or changes or just kind of rumors, I guess, that's enjoyable. A little bit of gossip on The Sims <laughs> that otherwise I likely would have missed. 
Simmer Erin is fantastic. Well put. I do love her videos. It's chock full of great information. She has great speculations and her videos are done so beautifully. And I also love that she's been sort of exploring the Paralives game that has been in development for a while because really there's no other game that quite compares or competes against The Sims 4. Laura, before we wrap up this interview, I would love to know what projects are you currently working on? And what video or series should people go check out on your channel today? I have three Let's Plays running on my channel at the moment. A Rags to Riches challenge based on a musician who busks. Uh, her name is Lauren, and she has married Angela Pleasant and has twins. I also have a legacy challenge set in the gorgeous Sulani, with the founders being the youngest children from the two main families that I started my channel with. They have an erratic error and surprised me with triplets. <laughs> Thanks, MC Command Center. The third is a continuation of my completed University Let's Play, where my main character is exploring all of the hidden places and adventure expansions in The Sims 4. I do add in speed builds as they are needed to further storylines and the game, but the Let's Plays are definitely my focus and my favorite parts of The Sims 4. Laura, it's well known that I love a good LP, so I can't wait to check out your other LPs on your channel. I had a great time getting to know you better. Thank you for being on the podcast. Please let everyone know where and how to connect with you best. I really appreciate your invitation to come on and chat techno. Being a new Sims YouTuber, I think it's awesome to connect with other players and get to see how everyone else plays the game. Uh, you can find me on YouTube by searching Laura Alberts. I'm a small channel, so I don't have my own official name link yet, a custom link. Uh, but my icon is just me buried in a book, of course. <laughs> or on Twitter, I have a handle of at Take Scenic Root, which is a shortening of my website, takingascenicroot.com, where I share both my arts and crafts adventures and my Sims adventures all mashed together because that's just what I'm really passionate about. So I've had a lot of fun chatting with you and I'm really glad to have uh, joined you and your audience here on the podcast. Be sure to check out Laura Albert's channel and site today at takethescenicroot.com. Sulsul, and welcome to the Simmer's Digest Simmer TV Showcase. The Simmer TV Showcase is a way for me to put the spotlight on your amazing creativity and showcase your work and get more Simmers connected to you and your channels. Let's get right into the sixth episode by starting off with our LP feature. Our creator is Emma GYT, and our featured video this week is her brand new Super Sim Challenge. For those of you not yet familiar with this challenge, the short version is that you start with one sim who will max out all of their skills as well as achieve all of the aspirations. Emma G starts this fun new series off by creating a sim using the story mode, a fun way to start with a sim who may already have a few levels in a handful of skills, as well as potentially a career and one of three levels of simoleons. What I like about this is that Emma actually creates a sim with a bit of a backstory, drawing us in as viewers and giving us a bit more of a buy-in as we are about to embark on the journey of gaining skills, fulfilling aspirations, and changing as a sim. Check out the first episode today. Next up is our builder feature. Our builder feature this week is all about the very talented builder and storyteller, Miss Sim Reno. That's right, Miss Sim Reno is not only a fantastic crafter of LPs and stories, she is also a very skilled and talented builder. 
In this video, we dive right into the latest build to her Willow Creek save file called The Leafery, a vegetarian restaurant and bar loaded with beautiful landscaping and a brilliant functional layout. I love watching Miss Simrino build the space and walk us through her creative process as she places objects, designs the layout, and places all of her stunning landscaping. Be sure to check it out today. Next up is our cast feature, and in today's episode we are putting the spotlight on Bailey and her Night Family cast video. Bailey is building a whole new crest world and is creating families for each of the builds in it. In this video we are introduced to the absolutely adorable Knight Family, a family of five sims. Darian, a doctor, and his wife Leona, who is a teacher, and their two beautiful children Jamie and Callie, and of course their adorable pit bull champ. I love how Bailey tells the story of the Knight family while we see the Sims take shape before our very eyes. On top of watching this adorable family, Bailey walks us through a few tips for developing the Sims before uploading them to the gallery. Be sure to watch the whole video today. I only just learned from the Plum Bob Academy that this month in our Sims community is known as Marchinima. So I thought what a perfect time to put the spotlight on these dedicated and very talented story crafters. This week, I encourage you to check out the trailer and series entitled Everglow by the very talented April Dark, a machinima director. April has created a futuristic world with superhumans, each with unique and powerful abilities. In this series, we follow the story of Marika, who was born into this life and wants to change the world. I am blown away with the amazing detail in both the world and the storytelling of this series. Check out the trailer today and then get lost in this amazing world of Machinima by April Dark. You can watch the full videos by these amazing Simmers by clicking the links in the description down below or by visiting SimmersDigest.com. There you will see a Simmer TV tab at the top of the page. Click it and you will be able to find each Simmer TV showcase episode archived with links to each video. Again, thank you for watching, liking, and subscribing to the Simmers Digest YouTube channel. Until the next video, sul sul and keep on simming! Attention all simmers, if you are looking for a hub of sim-related fun filled with a collaborative group of simmers who love to chat, share, support, and help one another as we fill our channels, galleries, streams, and socials with amazing sims content, then look no further than the Simmers Society. This is a fantastic group of simmers from all over the world who explore all variations of the Sims franchises. The group has a vibrant chatting lounge and several areas to discuss and share your amazing content, as well as hosting regular challenges, fun giveaways, tutorials, and so much more. Join today by downloading the Discord app on your phone or checking it out right from your computer. Just search for the Simmers Society or send a tweet to Simmers Digest asking for the invite link and we will send it to you today. Join the almost 200 members and surround yourself with fun, amazing individuals who all enjoy The Sims as much as you do.
Did you know that lighting travels from level to level? If you place lighting at the top of a two-story room, the lighting will travel all the way to the floor of the first floor. Avoid those awkward lighting situations with some nice uses of chandeliers in those big rooms. For more tips like this, visit my Building 101 series on YouTube by searching for Hip Hip Renee. We were once a militaristic race on 6AM, but now we all live a monotonous lifestyle. We work in sectors that cater to our inherent abilities in order to support the society we have produced. Those born blue have superior physical prowess, so they work together as our primary armed forces to defend the birth queen. Those born purple are the most cunning of our race and often work in espionage. At the bottom of the chain are the green, where our intelligence is neglected. There is little to nothing we can provide for our race anymore other than to systematize data obtained from other planets to assure our placement at the top, and tending to offspring. I am amazed at the talent I am discovering through this new simlit spot. I just read a short segment from the first chapter in the series titled Remember Me Until Tomorrow by Cement. In this story we enter the world of 6M, a place not often visited by many simmers, but in this saga our author takes us on a thrilling journey of one alien sim who sees the pitfalls of their race and wants to break free from the monotony of his existence. I became instantly hooked after reading the first few chapters. Be sure to check it out today, the link will be located on the brand new section of the Simmers Digest website, simmersdigest.com. Just search for the Simlit Spot tab near the top of the page. I hope you all enjoyed the second edition of the Simlit Spot here on the podcast. Send me a tweet and let me know what you think of the Simlit Spot, and if you have a favorite Simlit author, we should feature here on the show. I'm Soli Sims. And I'm Technobabble. And this is your Simmers Digest News Brief. Spring has sprung in the Sims mobile world this week, and it arrives in the form of colorful bunny suits. That's right, March 6th, the Wumples quest that puts Simmers in hot pursuit of the elusive Wumples bunny suit finally arrives. The full bodysuit comes in several color swatches. Red, pink, white, iconic purple, and black. Simmers will be able to work toward this fun suit while the Grand Mansion Suite Treats remains underway. While players stock up on Lux Gating, Hedges, and elegant Butler Ensembles, they also have the opportunity to purchase posh Edwardian furniture, circa the early 20th century, with a sophisticated study pack. Offered for $14.99 USD, the pack populated March 5th and will run for 10 days. It includes a studious window, a round dining table, a squashy armchair, an elegant candelabra, a bookshelf, a sleek lamp, and 15,000 simoleons. Despite the plethora of activity buzzing around Sims Mobile, the game has suffered terrible network connection and reset bugs this week. Some players have even reported their entire game as lost their immense progress reduced to level 1. This rash of game-disrupting bugs prompted the Sims mobile team to compensate players with a free gift of 50 Sim Cash, 2,500 simoleons, and 20 Izzy Gems. Developers pledged to remedy the game-breaking glitches for the next major update in a couple of weeks. 
Log in to claim your free gift, and as always, happy simming! I am having so much fun with all of these new segments and members to the podcast team. Last week we brought you the new segment featuring Sappho Sims and her CC must-haves. She will be creating new content once a month and we are exploring a few other avenues to help support your CC interests. We also have the brand new Machinima feature brought to you by the wonderfully talented Starshuz. I must admit I felt like I spent very little time looking for Machinima, but she has been blowing my mind with her latest discoveries and I am becoming hooked on the amazing production quality and brilliant stories being shared through Machinima. A few members that have also recently joined the team here on the podcast are It's Physics Jim, who has been working behind the scenes with our Let's Watch series as well as a few other ideas we are developing for the website. The last member you've not yet heard from is the talented P-Frog Sims, who has been working also behind the scenes as well to develop a brand new segment here on the podcast. We have so many phenomenal new team members and segments, I am just loving it and I hope you are too. As we continue to grow and explore new avenues, we thought we would make it a little easier on you and keep everything you may want to know about the Simmers Digest over at SimmersDigest.com. There you will find all of the links to our socials, blog posts, Simmer features, gallery walks, our Let's Watch series, and so much more. Our Simmers Digest community is growing each week, and I cannot thank you all enough for your continued support and encouragement. As always, I would also like to thank Hip Hip Renee, Silken Sims, Sappho Sims, Star Shoulds, It's Physics Gyms, and P Frog Sims for their continued support in making this show possible and great. Of course, I'd also like to thank our amazing news reporters, Legit Huggy and Alaren, and of course, our news anchor, Soli Sims. And lastly, I would like to thank the moderators, managers, docents, and members of the Simmer Society on Discord. All week long, they keep the conversation lively, send in fantastic new videos, builds, sims, and more to feature both here and in the digital pages of the Simmer's Digest magazine. I love spending hours every day connecting with Simmers and collaborating in the Simmer Society on Discord. I also want to thank you for tuning in this week. I hope you've enjoyed the episode. If you want more Simmer-related content, look no further than the Simmers Digest magazine from our Flipboard magazine. Just a few flips and you may discover someone new, an imaginative build idea, great YouTube channels, and so much more. Please consider following us on Twitter, checking out our Tumblr, connecting with us on Pinterest, or even favoriting our page on Facebook. If you enjoyed the episode, please consider subscribing inside of your favorite podcasting app, or if you're listening here on Anchor, you can favorite the station. Remember, each week you can contribute to the podcast by just being a positive and active member in the community. Of course, I would love for you to connect with me on a daily basis in the Simmer Society group on Discord, which you can find an invite link to on my Twitter page. Speaking of Twitter, please send me tweets or tag me in your post at Simmers Digest, spelled S-I-M-M-E-R-S-D-I-G-E-S-T. If you do that, it lets me know that you might want to be featured on the podcast. Perhaps you even have a great gallery pick for me to check out, or just a fun series on your channel for me to see. If you have any feedback for this show, please feel free to send me an email at contactsimmersdigest at gmail.com. I am always looking to improve and add quality to the show and want to highlight as many simmers as I can each and every week. You are all amazingly creative, 
talented individuals who make being part of this community something special. Until next time, dag dag and keep on singing. The Plum Bob Academy is a Discord server dedicated to supporting, educating, and promoting Sims content creators. Whether you're a YouTuber, streamer, blogger, or podcaster, this community has tutorials, help groups, and informed staff to help you learn more about how to use your chosen platform, grow your audience, and just support you on your journey. The world of content creation can be hard and lonely, but it doesn't have to be. Find others who share your passion, have been on this journey so know your pains and how to help you. Join the Discord server, the Plum Bob Academy, today. Can't find the server? Follow us on Twitter and get the link, meet new people, find great content, or have your content retweeted. The Plum Bob Academy is here to help support you on your creative path. So come join this amazing group of creators today. I hope to see you on the server. This week's The Sims Mobile News segment has been brought to you by The Sims Nation. Find your tribe with us. Hey Super Simmer, yes you, we get it. Playing The Sims in all its forms, on PC, console, and mobile. It is ridiculously fun. However, playing all on your own can get a little lonely. After all, your Sims are gorgeous, your house flawless, and your shenanigans side-splitting. All of that awesomeness deserves to be shared. Find your simming tribe at The Sims Nation. We're a Facebook group fueled by crazy fun contests, sim stories, and dedicated simmers. If you love wild storytelling, killer contests for cash and clout, or just want to rub elbows with players who love The Sims as much as you do, join our Facebook and Discord group today. Can't wait to see you there, you superstar you. absolutely adore The Sims and podcasts. They also know that I have been looking for enjoyable Sims-based podcasts to listen to for some time and had quite a hard time finding anything new and current. Lucky for this Simmer, I recently came across a gem while continuing my search. The fantastically brilliant podcast named Under the Plumbob is delightfully entertaining with new content every week. The team of hosts have an absolute blast stepping away from reality to share their thoughts about The Sims, related news, favorites, and so much more. If you are looking to expand your audio enjoyment of The Sims, then do yourself a favor and go check out Under the Plumbob today, found on just about every podcasting app.